www.ashbusiness.com. Business inspiration for architects, engineers, and contractors. Hello and welcome to another episode of the AEC Business Podcast. My name is Arni Heiskanen and my guest is Per Christiansen, partner at Trivium, a Danish company. He's an expert on how to use Lego bricks for business development and innovation. Per, great to have you on the podcast. Thank you for having me. All right. Uh, first of all, can you tell a little bit about yourself and your background? I can indeed. The shortest version, I guess, possibly, is that I have a history with uh, the Lego company, where I worked uh, initially in the preschool segments. It was the very sort of smallest or youngest, I should say, age group, and uh, from there on moved quickly into what became Lego Series Play. And um, well, before that, I you know have a business school background. I as a very young person even pretended to be a consultant for a short while and I've worked a bit in the wine business but but mostly it, it is Lego and it, it is really very much Lego uh, Lego serious play all right so you've been playing with Legos whole the, your whole uh, business life so to speak yes that would that would be a, that would be a fair observation <laughs> all right and now you are at Trivium what what kind of company is Trivium? Well, Trivium is, um, I think we like to call it a, a, a boutique consultancy in the sense that we are a, a small consulting or facilitation and coaching company based in, in Copenhagen. Um, we're ownership based so that everybody has a, uh, an ownership element of, 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 of the company. So there are no normal employees, so to speak, or, um, and then we work with uh, clients, uh, mostly in Scandinavia, but but many of us also around the world with all sorts of complex problems where we help uh, companies, you know, coordinate meaning and ideas and people so that they uh, pull in the same direction and uh, improve the bottom line, basically. But we also, mostly we do this through like our serious play and mostly through facilitation and coaching and only some normal let's call it consulting where we actually advise people it's much more through the work of of questions asking questions rather than you can say giving answers so it's it's like uh, management consulting what what's my my career has been <laughs> and uh, yeah, along those lines yeah. yeah yeah so you ask a lot of questions and you you try to get uh, people to think and and to uh, perhaps be a bit creative in their thinking also. Yeah, and and yeah, no, I think though that sums it up nicely. I think one of the other challenges is that, um, is this element of also setting up a, uh, an intervention or a meeting or a conversation where, where, where everybody's also listening. Yes. And um, that, that can be you know, a challenge sometimes. Yes. Uh, so. Well, we I, I guess that everybody knows what Lego bricks are and ha probably have uh, played with them in their childhood. But what is actually uh, Lego serious play? And uh, what kind of benefits are there in using uh, Legos for, mm -hmm. for business development? Mm -hmm. So Lego serious play, first of all, is a, is a facilitated... Let's call it problem solving and dialogue technique. 
so that which was developed at Lego some 14 years ago, um, partly by Lego and partly in collaboration with uh, in the early, very early days with some outsiders. So it's, it's really about having a different dialogue and a different conversation, unlocking you know, the full knowledge of everybody in the meeting, so to speak, right? So, and the benefit you get from the from the Lego break um, falls in in a number of different, let's call them groups. One is that the the activity of building an answer. So you're asked the question about, you know, maybe what's the mission of the company. The process of building the answer to that helps you activate more parts of your brain so so you basically you you use more of your brain when you're also building and interacting with a physical representation representation of your thinking it helps you pay attention to what you're doing that you are involved to like a break because whilst you're building and you may get 10 or even in some complex issues uh, you might even get 15 minutes to build your answer you you are immersed in building that answer so your attention is not diverted to anything else so you're actually more focused on on answering the question so to speak so there's that part of it yeah. it also allows as you can hear everybody to have equal amount of time before they answer it each other mm-hmm. uh, answer each other before they answer the question now this also helps to avoid that we get primed by the other answers. You know, in many meetings, if you are asked a question, and, and you, let's say you are and you're the first one to answer, the, the one answering the question after that is primed or is impacted by your answer. But if everybody has built their answer, they remain uncolored, so to speak, by the previous answer. So that's also an impact. Then there's the whole notion of, the story-making element. So you're basically, you're building a story, you're building a, a narrative. Um, and and when you share that, it's easier for other people to follow your answer. And it's, it, it, it's easier to remember what you have said when it's through a story, through the use of metaphor and through a visual. So all of these things play in together. Yes. Um, all right. That's uh, yeah. I, I, I'm. I, as a consultant, have have also used um, different methodologies. Mm-hmm. But this sounds re- really good because, um, as you mentioned, when people have to work with their hands, it's uh, it mysteriously <laughs> uh, makes them um, well more open to uh, to expressing themselves. Yes, absolutely. There, there is a total shift in in how attention how they pay attention and you know one of the things that happens i mean so many different things happens but one of the things that happens is that it, it also takes um the focus away from who's actually talking to what they're actually saying uh, i think we have all been in meetings where where sometimes the attention is on who's talking and not what they're actually saying so so like yes uh, there's that oh you're from marketing that's why you're saying that or you're from R&D, and that's why you're saying that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that shifts completely in these cases. Yeah. Well, um, one of the problems that we have, at least here in, in Finland, in the AEC or construction industry, mm-hmm. is that we have we have not been really very innovative 
<laughs> over mm-hmm. the years, and mm-hmm. that's, uh, that goes for the whole industry, uh, any industry in, in general, in, in manufacturing, for example. And I was wondering what kind of benefits would uh, companies get from using serious play for innovation? How would it help innovate? So I think, oh, I think there there are a number of benefits, and, and maybe the most interesting interesting ones aren't the most obvious ones, because in most cases, the problem with innovation is not the number of ideas. Often the problem or the challenge with innovation is maybe getting different ideas. It is to actually, let's say, implement or execute on the new ideas, whether it's a, an, an innovative product or it's a change in the process or it's unlocking a market potential by finding a new segment or serving a new need. So often it's more about, I think, the implementation of innovation or the seeing what's not currently there. And to do those two things, I think you need to unlock more of the potential in each individual, having that potential being heard, and unlocking the understanding of the system and breaking habitual thinking. Mm. Right? Our, our brains are marvelous to fantastic. We make really fast decisions, but we make them on what we know that we know, on the pattern that we know. Mm. So we need to break that pattern. That's what partly what I mean by breaking habitual thinking. So building with Lego bricks and having stories and constructing a full system helps us do these things. So in order to innovate and not solve problems the way that we always done it, we need to think differently. And I think the building with the Lego brick and the sharing of the stories and the building of a, let's say, a full system where you have maybe all your clients or all your needs or so forth and so on, physically present so that you can manipulate them so that you activate more, activate more of your brain. I think those are some of the ideas that it can really help in both the ideation phase, but clearly also the change phase of innovation. Yes, that's really good. Um, But one problem that I see with Lego bricks in the uh, construction industry is that people are always thinking about buildings and structures and roads and bridges. <laughs> this and what, what if they just start building, um, let's say, buildings with blocks yeah. and, and forget about the, the true meaning of, or the true idea of, of this process? Yes, no, I, think, I think you're absolutely, you, you're absolutely right and you're pointing to one of the pro- challenges, I should say, that we, we do have when we work with, let's say, architects or people in the construction industry is that the means for the thinking, so the Lego brick, mm. reminds them of what you just said. It's almost like asking a writer to draw instead of write with a pen, right? Yes. So, so you do need to, and we, all, and we always do this, but so you do need to go through a, a set of exercises that gets people into that this is not about building physical representations of the outside world. This is about building, let's say, physical representations, but of the inside world, so of your thinking, of your values, or of metaphors. So we do actually do a couple of exercises that get people into that, and then the shift happens. But you're absolutely right. It, it is one thing that it, that it is essential 
to take into uh, consideration. But then again, here also the questions from the facilitator. Remember, series play is about um, sorry, uh, series play is about someone asking you a question. And then that you are building your answer, and then that you share it, and then that you have further questions into the model. So the nature of the question asked by the facilitator also helps you, let's say, build an answer to the right question. Yes, that's a very good point. Uh, well, uh, let's imagine that I have a client who would like to use serious play mm -hmm. uh, in their business development process. Uh, what should they do? How 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 to start? And where to start? Then? Where where or how to start? Well, the first thing they should do is is is, is pr should, would be to take contact. I would say with a certified facilitator. So there are a, a group of people in, all over the world. I would say uh, that have been trained in the method because Lego series play is not about the bricks. I mean, the bricks are part of the process, but the Lego bricks are not magical, like you just said. Uh, you can build physical constructions with, with the Lego bricks. You can build simulations with the Lego bricks. You can do many things with Lego bricks. So find someone who has been trained in this. All right. Uh, and that can be done uh, via Lego. Uh, uh, you Google it, and, and there are lots of websites comes up. There is a community called SeriousPlayPro.com. So then they can either they can find a, a a local facilitator who's been trained in this. Or they, I mean, obviously can go to trivium.dk and find one of us, but um, it depends on where you are in the world, but that's attractive. But there are facilitators all over the world who is trained in this. And then make certain that those people have actually been trained in Lego series play. Just like with coaching, anyone can call themselves a coach, but that doesn't mean that they have completed a coaching program. So figure out if they are trained in this. Figure out if they are used to working in your domain. If you want to use Lego Series Play for strategy development, well, find someone who's good at that. If you want to use it for team development, find someone who's good at that. Because different Lego Series Play facilitators also have special, sorry, special uh, areas of expertise. So I would also encourage that. And then have a conversation with the Series Play facilitator about really understanding what is your need and then that the facilitator will design a customized workshop for the client that really helps them get the delivery that they're looking for. Because Series Play is, so to speak, just a language that needs to be designed according to the need that, that let's say, your client has. So you need to find someone who speaks the language and who can then help design a process that delivers the result. All right. Well, speaking of training, you actually run courses on Lego uh, Serious Play. Can you say I do. <laughs> can, can you say a few words about them? I can, absolutely. So I, I am one of the trainers um, and have been the last 13, 14 years, um, also when it was part of Lego. Uh, what we've done is that we, uh, we have formed a, an association called the Association of Master Trainers in the Lego Serious Play Method. And we, we do deliver a four-days program which gives the facilitator the the core methodology of Lego series play. This is the craft of asking a good Lego series play question. Because whether you do an interview like you're doing now, Arnie, or you're doing a coaching program or a mentoring program or a series play program or a wall cafe, there are different techniques for asking questions. So we, we spend some time on how do you ask a good series play question. All right. Then about what are the building blocks in Lego series play? so to speak, uh, then what are the, 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 the supporting 
theories so and how do they impact the workshop so how should you design so that you respect for instance the flow theory how do you really use constructionism this notion of the concrete thinking to help the participants develop new knowledge so that's what we spend about four days on right. so people get some depth on that mm-hmm. right. so uh, are your are the trainees are they consultants or are they also someone from from uh, within a company uh, mm-hmm. who's, uh, who's uh, let's say internal consultants yeah i would say i would say that probably 40% are let's call them external consultants yes um, and then maybe there are 30% internal and then there are actually an increasing number of academics that 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 come in and take this session as well all right and um, and then they use it either in the research or they use it on their uh, often MBA programs uh, to to help develop solutions with their students. Actually, that's a development that has changed over the last few years. In the many years, it was only consultants, mm. but as as their use have has grown, um, there was the internal facilitators, organization development departments, even some HR departments, project managers, are increasingly also coming to the program. Uh, as are some academics. Most academics that come are actually academics and have an outside uh, executive coaching practice as well. So uh, they might use it in both um, <laughs> both parts of their life, so to speak. All right. Uh, and and you have also uh, written a book called "Building a Better Business Using the Lego Serious Play Method." Mm-hmm. Um, What's that book about? So this is a book uh, I wrote it uh, with Robert Rasmussen, uh, the, one of the, the, or I should say, the other um, master trainer from the old days in Lego. And Robert and I had had a conversation for a number of years that we 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 needed to sit down and write this book about Lego series play because we were part right from the very early days. But you know how it is when you have a busy business and. You're, you're pretending to have a private life, a personal <laughs> life as well. So we never got around to writing the book, um, but you know, bounced ideas around. And then finally, uh, a number of different publishers had come to us. But then Wiley came, Wiley of New Jersey, and said, mm, we want you to write this book. And we said, oh, we should probably do it now. And luckily, they set down a really tight schedule for us. First, they actually wanted us to be done in just three months. We said, no, we do need six months. And then they agreed to that. And then they gave us a tight schedule. So we managed to do the book. So so the book is, is a story, or it's the story, I should say, the story about Lego series play. So there is the history about, you know, where, where does this actually come from? Right. There is something about, you know, why does this actually work? So, so what are the underlying theories that support this? I mean, it, it was born as an idea, and then through, you know, trial and error, we, we started to understand how it works, and we f- figured out why it was, and which were the theories. So there are something about the theories. And then there is, um, I think, something like 22 case, small case stories about how it works, basically, to, to give that feeling of the application of it. So, so it's actually written in a way so that you say there are probably two groups um, that, that will enjoy this the most. There are the managers who are curious about this different way of working. So we also have a section about why we think Lego Series Play has an important role to play in the current business environment. Because why, why is such a tactile and analog technique 
uh, why does that have a role in this digital world? So we have a whole section on that. So I think managers who are faced with, let's say, problems that, that are difficult to solve, whether they're innovation, whether they're strategy development, strategy development, whether they're change, they will enjoy it. And, and then I, we have heard from, from a number of our training facilitators around the world that they also enjoy the book because it has a little bit more about the theoretical platform for Legos from for for Lego series play than um, than the training maybe has so so it kind of serves those two groups is our, our understanding all right well I guess uh, that many of our listeners are now really interested in, in uh, serious play and but uh, and and perhaps the book also how can we contact you and where where can we buy the book so let's take the last things first I mean the book is in I believe many uh, I hope many, I should say maybe, um, bookstores, but it's definitely on, on Amazon.com. I mean, it is published by Wiley, which is the the world's largest publisher, I believe, in business books. So, But it's definitely um, on Amazon.com and Amazon UK. and So it's definitely there, that's for sure, both in, a, in the physical version and the Kindle version. Right. It, to contact me, it's um, relatively easy. It's a uh, pair at trivium.dk so that's uh, my email and then I'm on Twitter pair underscore LSP as in Lego serious play well that was really interesting and I hope you get get uh, a new um, new clients from (laughs) from the discussion (laughs) I don't know but I would would definitely be interested Um, super honey by by the way where Mm -hmm. is your next uh, um, training course taking place so I'm flying to Sao Paulo on Sunday, and then it's Barcelona, and then it's Amman, and then after Amman, it's probably going to be Malaysia. All right, so you're, so, all, you're all over the world. Oh, yeah, it's definitely close. <laughs> uh, I haven't been, uh, oh, and Mexico City, yeah. I haven't been much to Africa yet, but maybe that's going to happen uh, in 16, who knows? Yeah. Hopefully in Finland one day. And in Finland one day, of course. (laughs) All right. Absolutely. Thank you very much and um, all the best to your work. Thank you and have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye. AEC-business.com. Business inspiration for architects, engineers, and contractors.